Welcome to our podcast. Two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives. Relationship gossip. And occasional politics all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek! Season two, welcome back. Sorry about the delay, but we are here. We've got new guests, we've got new topics, and we miss you guys so much. Thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast. Thank you to everybody who has followed, liked, and rated us on YouTube, Facebook. Well, we ain't on Facebook yet, <laughs> but um, YouTube. To be honest, I don't want to be on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. <laughs> All our social medias, we love each and every one of you. And if you're joining us for the very first time, Thank you so much for clicking on us. And we're gonna start off the format. So, we're two geeky ladies. You know, we're funny, you know, sometimes, you know, we kiki. And with every topic, um, with every episode that we do, we pick a topic and behind that topic, we talk about how it relates to issues in our lives and sometimes how it affects relationships. Then we move on to gossip, where, you know, we talk about some gossip news, you know, just some fun stuff that's happening at the time. And very occasionally, there may be some politics. So when you think about POC, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Honestly, the buffoonery of 2020. Yeah, a lot of bad things happened. It was a very eventful year from the beginning all the way to the very end. Yeah, because for me, of course, like, all right, so, do you remember when uh, Black Lives Matter first started? Yeah. And then, um, then it became a forefront this year. Yeah, it was. You know, for those who don't know how you know Black Lives Matter did start, it was started by two women who do believe in Marxism. And you know, there are some people that are a little bit hesitant. Um, you know, may not know the term Marxism, and I hope I got it right from you know school. Marxism is when um, you live in a society that doesn't have like a level of kind of like, you know how you have like poverty, middle class, oh, high yes, class, yeah. like it's a society without those, like everyone's equal. It's not like communism, but it's like those, those basically those levels, mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't exist. So if you're a poor person and you're with a rich person, you're not gonna be treated any better or any worse than each other. It's gonna be right. equality, but not financially or anything. I hope this is not getting confusing. It's just basically a society without the levels of, you know, class. That's the best way I can explain it. Okay. But that's what they basically believe. And what did inspire them to do it was, you know, the injustices going around and especially, you know, what happened back in 2012 with Trayvon Martin. And of course, everybody has their opinion about Black Lives Matter. I know me personally, I do have my own opinions about the organization. Right. But what they are doing, they are doing good things. That I will say, because they are bringing awareness. And with what happened to George Floyd last year, an amazing thing happened. A lot of people donated to Black Lives Matter to go to communities, to go to combating police brutality and all that. But the issue that I personally had was, where is the money? What do you mean? Black Lives Matter, you know, during the protests last summer, they received a lot of money, Yasmin. And the beautiful thing about it is a lot of branches open nationally. Okay. Like you have like Australia, um, you had countries like Australia, Jamaica, Canada, like 
the UK, they're like, hey, we want a Black Lives Matter branch here because we have our own issues too. Like we are so inspired by the movement because I believe in Black Lives Matter. Of course, I'm a black person, but just because I say Black Lives Matter, that doesn't mean that your life, if you're not a black person, your life doesn't matter. And you know what? I'm glad that you actually said that because I think that was starting to become the confusion in 2020. Yeah. Do you remember? Even when we got the height of Black Lives Matter, there was Latinos that were like, well, Latino lives matter. It was like, Absolutely. Yes, your lives matters too. But at the same time, it's it wasn't about us. And then you had the white people who didn't understand what Black Lives Matter meant. It was like, because they wanted to be included in that. And then they started the mm. whole trend again, all lives matter. And it was like, what? And I'm happy. It's just disrespectful. Uh-huh. No, no, what you're saying, it's just disrespectful, but I mean, it's normalized. That's how it's always been because, you know, right now it's called the Black Lives Matter movement. Before that, it was called the Civil Rights Movement. And you know what's funny? Back then, people were saying the same thing. Why are all these people marching? Okay, so what if you have to sit in the back of the bus? What's the big deal? If you don't like it, why don't you go get a taxi or why don't you go get your own bus? That's what they were saying back then. Oh, really? You guys are pathetic. You guys are really in your feelings because you're mad that you can't go to school with us. We don't want to go to school with you. Deal with it. Why do I want to go to school with somebody that's not my same race? Hmm. And you know, want to know what's ironic? When these things changed, they teach us in school how stupid it was back then. They literally sat there with us. I don't know about your school, Yasmin. I went to school in Mocha County and I went to school in Anne Arundel County. And they all taught me in those classes that all those things that had happened back then were ridiculous and they were stupid. And how they're so glad Martin Luther King came in and taught us all these things to know that there's equality when this country whitewashes Martin Luther King's name all the time and it really upsets me. Yes. I, I have to agree with you because mm-hmm. half of the stuff, and you know what, let me, let me get, uh, it's a little bit sidetracking, but half of the stuff that I'm learning now about what was happening in the community, even back then was through TikTok because black creators are telling me the stuff that these books didn't tell me, you they know don't. what I'm saying? And I was just like, what? Because the only thing that they taught you was Martin Luther King's speech the 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 small gestures of the protest that he was okay too uh, yeah and that was it oh and and yeah and then uh uh malcolm x too Mm -hmm. you know i mean and then you you don't get all of the behind the scenes because you mentioned something to me about uh mlk that i i didn't know oh yeah Um, some people and you can people can google this if they like Mm -hmm. when mlk was assassinated by the united states government and just as a reminder the mlk was assassinated by the united states government a lot of people will say oh james Ray was the one that killed him yes he's the one that allegedly killed him allegedly he is legally the person that assassinated martin Luther King, but it was on behalf of the United States government. It has been proven that Coretta Scott King in 1996 took it to court. She won that case, but the media didn't report it. Yep, the United States government was the reason why MLK is not here alive today, and it's ironic that they hyped him up. Another thing that some people do not know, and this is all stuff that is Google, you can Google, Right after he was assassinated, there was riots in the city for, I believe, two days or two weeks. That one I am a little bit iffy about. I believe it was about two weeks. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. 
there was a riot after Martin Luther King was killed. What did Martin Luther King do besides say, this needs to stop? We are brothers, we are sisters, let freedom ring, we all the same. Yep, they blew his head off just because he wanted equality and wanted everybody to be treated the same. And you wanna also know what was also ironic? 60% of America, they did a survey around that time, 60% of Americans were relieved. You wanna know why? Because they don't have to deal with this anymore. Yep, sad as it is. So the only thing that we can hope to be is better. Of course, you know, I have this joke with some of my friends that look like me, you know, black friends. And we say, are you more of a Malcolm X? Or are you more of a Martin Luther King? I try to go the Martin Luther King route. Mm -hmm. And of course, some people are going to say, what do you mean? Are you the Martin Luther King type person? Or are you the Malcolm X type person? As you know, us going back a little bit into these issues, MLK was about peace. He went through the Gandhi method, while Malcolm X was a radical. Yeah. He was just all like, listen, Martin, you could be nice to all these racist people and try to kiss their ass to get equality. Me, I'm not about that. If they want that energy, I will give them that energy. They're literally lynching us right now, which was happening. They were lynching people, they were shooting people. Police officers, Yes, the United States police officers have a lot of KKK members in there around that time. I'm pretty sure they still got them undercover. Hell, they're everywhere at somebody's job. I'm pretty sure on my job, there's somebody that's supporting. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, who look, them look, here. in January, but, the, the Capitals, you know, yep, with that, that happening. Absolutely. And that, yeah, at that time, you had KKK members up in there. You can't call the police back in the 60s when you were in trouble, Yasmin. Oh, I believe that. You couldn't do that. At least me, if I was black in the 60s, oh, I can't call the police when trouble happens to me. You want to know why? Because that police officer will probably kill me. Oh, you reporting the KKK? Oh, they came to your neighborhood? Oh, yeah, we'll do something about it. They go, hey, you know, the meeting down the street reported the KKK side. Oh, they're reporting our meetings? Yeah, let's go pay them a visit. And what they would do is walk in there, Grab the wife or the daughter from in front of the father or sons, set their house on fire, or maybe not even set their house on fire. They throw a bomb in their house. Doesn't stuff like this sound familiar, Yasmin? Of course. Nobody sees the parallels of those things because I sit here and I see the parallel of those things. And I'm just like, we are literally living in the six, the civil rights movement 2.0. That's what I, this is a thought of mine, but getting back to Black Lives Matter, going, just going straight back to right. that, mm -hmm. the reason um, I do believe in Black Lives Matter and I believe in the movement, but the organization, I tried to remove myself from it because I need to do more research about what they are doing with some of the funds that we are getting. I am not trying to be messy before somebody listens to this and go like, Captain said, that's something shady going on over there. No, I'm not. All I want to know is that I just want to see the numbers. Like a regular job, when the, when the district manager goes to the boss and says, how y'all been doing for the last years? Let me see the numbers. Let me see what's up. That's all I want to know. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of disorganization within that, um, within that organization. They're doing great things, but there are a few people that, like, it's just like, I need to know what your message is, what you're trying to do.
because it's just it's just a little bit confusing some clarification but i do believe in the movement it is important yeah latin lives matter indian lives matter native american lives matter and you know i do want to do an episode in the future about native americans because you know yasmin i joke that for some odd reason in america they treat black people like the barrel of the bottom if you see the shit that native americans go through yasmin oh, I, oh yeah you know it's, i mean you it's know heartbreaking to that the native american side of tiktok it's crazy because you know one good thing that came out of uh, uh, from 2020 with the whole TikTok situation is that a mm -hmm. lot of people's voices, on, at least on my For You page, have came out because the Native American ones were the ones who told me what's up. Because, you know, a lot of us, you know, there's that joke that we always say, you know, when it's like, uh, they'll tell a Mexican, go back to your country. They'll tell like other You can never tell Native American, go back to your country. Right? <laughs> Literally. Right? And then like, there was this one TikToker, he's a Native American, he was like, no, how about you go back to your country? And right. I just started laughing because I was like, that is true. And half of them don't even know where they came from. And you know what's funny? I was on, and you know, some of the um, the European listeners may get a kick out of this because you know, I'm a, we're American. Yeah. I, I don't know how I got into it. I got into Irish Twitter. <laughs> like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like last year. Uh, I don't know uh, how. Something was trending and it brought me into Irish Twitter for about uh, an hour. And they were talking about Americans who claim that they're Irish. Like, the yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're oh, talking about. Oh, you saw about. that? No, I don't know. But there's something similar that happened on TikTok where like people are like, white people have culture. And then this somebody in Europe was like, no. That's our culture. Americans don't have, or like the American white don't have culture. I just started laughing because I was like, they're trying to, because a lot of them were saying, we don't claim y'all. And I was just like. <laughs> this is what the tweets were saying. And this once again, I did not say this, okay? Irish Twitter said this, okay? I was just shook. I was like, wow, they were dragging. They were just all like, these Americans that claim they're Irish, it's like, they are such they were like they're phony as hell like literally like somebody claimed that they work at a place where they get a lot of tourists mm -hmm. and the, him and his co-workers always laugh at the tourists that get excited because he was like they're so ignorant they'll be like oh oh yeah i'm irish too i can out drink you and me and my friends would be laughing like they really think we're alcoholics they're just like look at them stereotyping us listen yeah we're irish we're the real irish you can really go like go against this in a drinking contest that's their joke over there and then on top of that they're like oh yeah my family's irish blood in me and then they're just so like what oh really what area are you from <laughs> like legit they're literally asking them, what area are you from you know just like they bs it and they're like oh okay so you're, okay cool so you're irish and they're just like we don't claim y'all no <laughs> and you know what's funny talking about uh irish on the topic of uh of this you know, I follow Jacksepticeye and he's, um, he's Irish. And then he was, he did a YouTube video, uh, talking about like Irish accents in movies. And he was saying that most Irish accent is usually from the region, but that doesn't represent all of them because he showed like different type of videos of different Irish accents from different like region. And I was just like, wow, I feel so ignorant because, you know, here in America growing up and you're watching like these shows, they do this stereotype, typical Irish uh, accents. And when you look at um, the people from the native land and you hear them speaking, all of them sounds like that. Like, there's a funny story that 
actually no this was this was actually last month this was i think this was like less than three weeks ago or so um i have a um classmate actually two classmates kenna and daniel and they're in scotland and if you're listening i miss you guys um they were foreign exchange students that came with me to my college so you know i still keep up with them you know occasionally and stuff on facebook but um there was a situation last year where Kenna was bringing awareness to what was going on, you know, in the States because of the post. So she was resharing our posts and stuff. Right. And one of her relatives hopped on and was just all like, Kenna, you're not even American. Why you keep posting <laughs> stuff that's going on? And I swooped in and I put my two cents in it. I had to, but I was respectful. Right. I was a bit passive aggressive, Okay. you know, but after some clarification, that relative hit me up and I had to apologize. I was just like, you know, I hope you don't think I was rude to you because you know, your relative is this person and she was a classmate of mine. I would never be rude to a classmate's relative, especially online, you know, right, right. and he said that, you know, I do apologize. He said that because right after you sent me my message, I spoke to my cousin and I was like, who is that? Because I'm just like, whoa. And she's like, this is a classmate of mine. Why don't you hit her up and talk to her? She's a pretty nice girl, which is why I'm very happy like that happened. And he is white. They're from Scotland. And I was able to educate him about what was going on. And this is around the time that George Floyd was, you know, doing what, what he was doing. I mean, it's like, you know, the whole thing with George Floyd was happening. I told him about ICE. I told him about Black Lives Matter. I told him about the shootings that have been happening. Mm -hmm. Like everything, I was trying to cover so much. I was tagging him in video. This was three days. He literally told me to stop. <laughs> not in a rude way, not in a rude yeah, way. No, no, you need yeah, to stop. Yeah, like, yeah. no, it was just like, this is so much information for me to take in. He was very overwhelmed. And I was like, yes. As That's what see, we deal with on a daily. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And I and what and to make a point, I am tagged him in some videos. I told him about stories like Tamir Rice. I told him um yeah about Tamir Rice. I told him about Trayvon Martin. Like I was just but like all these cases, I was just deep in yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate to say it, I even tagged him in some of these clips, which I did tell him they were trigger warnings and stuff. He sat there was like, what the and I said, exactly. I said, so not to be rude, imagine somebody is sitting there, you're going through all of this, and somebody sits there and says, why are you bringing awareness to it? It's not like you're American. I said, can you imagine how we feel? And he's, he was just like, I am so sorry. He said, you know, th this is a learning experience. Thank you for keeping me aware. He's a really nice guy. I've never met him before, but he's so kinky on Facebook. <laughs> and um, bringing this up with the Irish thing with how, you know, unaware Americans can be. He had posted an article about something that had happened in the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was about the insurrection, oh. um, you know, that had happened. And I was, and I commented on it. And I was just so like, welcome to America. I was just like, at least you don't have to deal with this crazy shit in Ireland. And then, <laughs> and then after, notice Yasmin, I've been saying since the story, he's Scottish. Yeah, They're yeah, Scottish, yeah, yeah. Yasmin. Yeah. But my dumb ass wrote, at least you don't have to worry about this nonsense in Ireland. And then I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And he liked the status too. Right. And then I tagged him in it and I said, listen, I just realized I'm an idiot. 
I just changed it to Scotland. You're not Irish. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I kind of figured out what you were trying to say. So I was just being polite. And I was like, shout out for you being polite. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. not making me look like a dumbass. Yeah. I said, and yeah. this is why y'all winning. And I'm over here looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Meanwhile, my cousin in England, Maddie Kay, he's always like, none of this would have happened if you voted for the right person. I'm just saying. Just saying, every single time something happened in the United States, none of this would have happened if he had voted for the right person. Cut, none of this would have happened if he, I'm like, shut up, cuz. Well, make a wise choices next time you vote. And I'm like, okay. Oh and right now, he'll probably be listening to this and be like, I don't sound like that yesterday, cuz. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Rachel. Oh, and before we even um, end this now, one of the things that I can say that's really irritated me watching the news, oh, how the hell is everything Black Lives Matter? For example, I was watching TV and this white lady walked up on this black woman and punched her. Yeah. Legit, she was a security guard. Huh? Yeah, she was, the lady was a security guard and a crowd was coming too close to her. So she was like, please back up. And this white woman punched her in the face. Yeah. And this black woman went bop, punched her in her nose. She went bop, bop. She only got two in there. Woman's nose was bleeding and everything. Yep, she got the right one. Do you know what this woman did after she got punched by this black Please lady? Don't tell me she go ahead and went. She, it. she, you know, people were pulling her away because she just got hit by this woman. Right. Because right. you hit her unprovoked, and then she, the news media is around her, and she goes, "I got attacked by Black Lives Matter," and they're like, "Wait, what? Black Lives Matter attacked me out, out of nowhere?" And they really, they replayed the video of her walking up to the woman and punching her unprovoked, and the woman going bop bop in the face. Yeah. And then they replayed her go, "Black Lives Matter attacked me." I'm really getting tired of seeing this shit. So if you know somebody that's doing it, stop being friends with them. That's number one. Ah, and I'm going to tell y'all to stop it. I would hope none of y'all that think like this would even be listening to us. But if you do, this is not the program for you. But this is about education. Yeah. So we're sitting here and saying, don't be ignorant like that. Because that's like me walking, a white person randomly attacks and I go, the KKK attacks me. Like, wait, what? So, Yasmin, if a Latin person punched a Black person right now, and a Black person said, I was attacked by ice. Like, wait, what? The ice attacked me. Like, bitch, what? Are you that stupid? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nothing surprises me. You know, if that is being said, that would create a bigger divide. Yes, when it's happening. <laughs> well, I know, I know. This is why we need a, so transitioning into the whole uh, ICE situation, yo, that. Dude, some people, I don't know if you know about this, they were doing illegal hysterectomies on women there against their will. Oh, I know that. Do you know how angry and how fucking evil, like, Lord, forgive me, I have to put a curse word up in there. How fucking evil you have to be that you would do something like that to somebody it reminds you know and i'm trying not to do a reach here because you have to be careful how we describe things but it just gives you holocaust vibes 
Because when the Jews were in the concentration camps, these sick ass in there were experimenting on them and doing the same shit. And this is what I mean by when I sit here and I see the parallels. And people are saying here, nothing's going on in ice camp. If they don't want to be in there, then they should have never been in there. They were saying the same thing about the Jews back in the 40s. And, and, yeah, they're constant. Nothing's happening in there. They're just getting like a reboot where they'll teach them how to be real German. Some will come out. They'll be back. I, it, really. I understand. And this is my opinion, Yasmin. You know, you can tell me how you feel about it. As a black person, I know there's an immigration issue. It, I do agree with the fact that you should come here the right way. That I definitely do agree. But also, I sit there and I listen. Because I used to be ignorant and be like, at the end of the day, my mom and my parents are foreign. It took them a few years to be able to get here, and they did it the right way. Why can't y'all? I used to think like that years ago, but you want to know what I did? I listened to people, I educated myself, and I learned more. They, as a, you know, I identify as a Christian. Y'all don't need to know my conjugation, but I'll just say I'm Protestant. The Bible literally says that when somebody needs help, you help them. Yeah. I'm not saying that once they come here, it's like, here's freebies, here's all this, here's all that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we should do something. If we're taking in these refugees, if they're literally coming here for a reason to just get a better life, bring them in, just like Canada does. What's going on with you? Why are you coming into our country? They do it, they investigate it. You're welcome you to, know welcome to America. What's his name? Ted Cruz went over to Mexico to make his family comfortable. Make that make I, sense, Yasmin. No, I agree with that TikToker. Make that make sense. Ted Cruz like, is a fucking so rich. Is out here being racist as to the Latin and Hispanic community, Yasmin. And no, this needs to be said. Talking about go back to Mexico. No Mexicans up in here. But a crisis happens in Texas, Yasmin, and his ass decides to flee, flee to Mexico. This is the stupid shit I'm talking about. Like, you know, we can laugh at this, but <laughs> that's wild. It was wild. When I found that out, I was like, that's when to me. You want to know what made me upset, Yasmin? What? It's that they let this mofo in. I was more mad at Mexico for letting him <laughs> in than the fact that he actually went there. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Mexico, what was up with that? For real? But it is what it is. Talk, you know, like, talking is about that region, because the thing is, did you know recently, I shared a post with you last night about, a, uh, there was a Hispanic guy or a Latino guy. He was talking about what is currently happening at these camps. Mm -hmm. The fact is this facility is literally freezing these children. Did you see that video? There are now videos. And speaking of that, no, speaking of that, children are also being molested along with the women in those ice camps too. That's something that nobody wants to talk about either. People have died of COVID also. Yasmin, yeah. did you see that video? Of, matter of fact, I can't even mention that video because it's just too upsetting, man. I know. Um, but what I was going to say is that just recently this video surfaced about the whole thing that's happening at the camp where this child is literally crying because they are freezing to death. They are freezing to death. Right. And then they were just saying, like, I pulled up, um, there's an article over here, right? 
it gives you more information. I'll link it down in the below where it's like dying of cold ice detains freezing and in Southern prison, right? Yeah. It's, um, so I don't even know where to begin with this because the thing is, I'm, it's one of those moments where it's like, you're so sh in shock. It's, it's, it's not real or something like that. Yeah. Like, when, when I hear something like this, because when I saw that video last night of that child literally crying because they're freezing and they had like what, it was like uh, just a one blanket type thing. I was like, not only do you have these kids caged up and you're doing all this stuff in there, like. My issue is where did everybody's sense of sympathy and empathy go? Let me tell you how bad it is, Yasmin. I don't even know if you'll remember this. Maybe some of our American listeners, maybe in the Latin Hispanic community, oh, right. will remember when this happened. It in there was, yeah, there was a man, I think he was either Mexican or Puerto Rican. I do apologize if I don't remember his country of origin. He was about 22 or 23 years old. He had fled to come to America with his baby girl, she had to be one or two years old and something happened and they drowned. And that picture was for us about a month or two, a poster for the, you know, migrants, people coming mm -hmm. to try to hopefully, you know, come to America and such. That photo just blew me because, you know, I don't need to see that. Like a 22 year old with a 23 year old woman, you know, and their child's gone. They're literally face down in the water floating. And you want to know what the most thing it was? People were saying, oh, that's a real wetback. Yeah. Dead ass Yasmin. And I can show you that photo right after this podcast. I don't want to be emotional. I'll try to find that photo for you after that podcast. We're not going to post it on the podcast for obvious reasons. But that kind of evil is what upsets me. The horrible things that people were saying about that picture, they even mocked that funeral. That, I'm not surprised that's what that they mocked that. I'm not here. surprised that if they mocked that. If you want to come here the right way, you will never, yeah, that's what people were saying, Yasmin. If you come here the right way, none of this would have happened. I don't feel bad. That's how it is. You mock a, you mock a baby that was, oh, at the end of the day, he put his baby in danger, but you're all about oh, children's lives. Make it make sense to me. That's what I'm talking about. Make this shit make sense to me how this evil is coming about in some of y'all. Where y'all just lost your sense of morals. Y'all just lost your sense of feeling something for somebody. So I'm just sitting here, has the last year changed a lot of y'all to a point where y'all just are like, I like this feeling of being, having, being evil. I like this feeling of having this dark energy. Because I can't sit there, look at a photo like that, and crack a joke like that. That's just evil, it's, man. Can we pause for a second, Yasmin? Hey, y'all, we're back. As you can see. I had a little bit of a moment that I had to get myself back together because, you know, I was a little bit in my feelings, it's but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, your feelings were validated. Yeah, because like I said, it's just like what's going it's on really, in this country. It's just... It's too much. It's too much. It's a lot to process sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All that. Um, I'm trying to be strong here, as you can see, because I, I try not to get emotional over here. But it's just my my stomach turned. My stomach yeah. was. Turned. I want. Like I said, we're not going to post that. If yeah, you no. are curious, you guys can Google that. We're not posting that on any platform of ours. So. Mm-hmm. You hear, you heard about it. If you guys are curious, you literally can Google it. Like I had to Google and show her during our break. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, but I do wanted to bring this up um, because this news article came out and this is from independent.co.uk and they mm-hmm. were talking about the Biden administration issue, new rules to curb uh, ICE arrest since we're on the topic of ICE. Um, federal immigration. So they write in this article that federal immigration enforcement officers are prohibited from performing large-scale arrests of immigrant countries under new guidance from Joe Biden's administration. Immigration and custom enforcement policy uh, uh, officers, excuse me. So immigration and custom uh, enforcement officers will focus on arresting immigration accused of being national security and public safety threats, as well as people who recently detained at the U.S.-Mexico border, according to a memo intended to limit the broad policy scope of the agency. So through the guidance um, does not prevent arrest, it marks a uh, stark department from Donald Trump's administration which gave mm-hmm. the agency wide uh, latitude to make arrests under a 2017 policy that effectively targeted all immigrants living in the U.S. without legal permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Listen, <clears throat> one thing I can tell you what I was for when, you know, because the last episode we talked about Biden and stuff like that. And, you know, when we did talk about the whole politics things in the last yeah. episode, that was fresh. That was just like us raw emotion, what we thought after the whole election and stuff like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. one thing that me and my mom definitely voted for Biden for was this administration. Like to imagine, um, I I need to repost it, but a while back I did a small documentary of uh, a girl who was here under DACA. Mm. when I heard yeah um oh gosh I need to post that so y'all can get hip to that and she tells me her story and stuff like that and the thing that got me thinking when I heard oh yeah they're going to take DACA away I mean among many other uh Latinos who are here with uh DACA Mm -hmm. I always think about her not that I'm thinking about anybody else because she is the face of what I see because I went to a protest of DACA, you know, back in mm-hmm. 2015 or something like that. Oh, really? Yes, yes, I did. Oh, I had wow. a protest for um because uh, they were trying to take uh, DACA away. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, and we went to that protest. I have <laughs> at that protest, and then you, of course, you got these stupid idiots with the Confederate flag, and then I went over of there and I got their interview. Oh yeah, I was just like, I'm surprised they didn't stray me away, you know. Um, I was just like, yeah, I got their two cents. Uh, I got their story. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong getting their two cents. Yeah, but I was just surprised. I thought they were just gonna get ignorant on me. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, guys, you don't. You shouldn't expect them to get ignorant like that. Reason why is because you're putting them. You know, you're giving them a voice. Yeah. So they're not going to get upset at you coming up. So literally, I could walk up to them and just be like, hey, can you talk? And, you know, the, the other side will talk. 
and my thing is like with with this i'm just like the amount of people who are on daca trying to get their education over here to get that shit uh, i'm trying not to curse but to get that shit revoked are you mm-hmm. freaking kidding me and you know like he's trying to get this thing back going and so when i read or see something like this you know not every issue is going to be solved yep no um, you know, so at some point you have to live in reality at the same time right but to me if you're at least trying to attempt to do something to push us in the right direction why the not stop hating if we're, if we're that, that that's my two cents i mean people can can disagree or whatever but my thing is like as long as we're going towards the right direction you know what i'm saying we can be better you know, there's uh, um, some people who don't know what the DACA program is. I do apologize I, that I can't say the exact acronym, but this is for people, you know, who are outside the U.S. that are trying to figure out, like, what do they mean with DACA? DACA is a program for illegal, for um, children of illegal immigrants. So these are children that were brought over to the states through their parents. So DACA yeah. is a deferred action for uh, childhood arrivals. Yes, thank you so much. That's the exact definition. Do you want to say it one more time? Deferred action for childhood arrivals. Yes. So they are children that were brought over to the United States illegally by their parents for, you know, refuge or whatever reason. So those children after a certain age group, like you have to be a certain age to apply for the DACA program. And once you're in the DACA program, and this program was actually invented by Obama back during his um you know, administration, because his idea at the time was like, instead of sending these people back, why don't we make them model citizens? Let's invest in the children. Let's start with them, the DACA program. As long as these children are in this program, they cannot be criminals. They must have a job. They mm-hmm. must have an education, like that's legit. Why, that's why a lot of people don't understand what DACA is. Because it, it, nobody it, is doing research, and that's the problem. And when these people qualify, they take, they pay for, keyword, pay for, and take their citizenship tests legally, and they are legal citizens of the United States. And, you know, there's a big misconception that most people in, I mean, that DACA is just strictly Latino and Hispanic. That is very incorrect. Yes, the majority of these people that are in this program are Latino and of Hispanic descent, but there are Africans that are part of DACA and who are also in the ICE centers. There are Indians who are also in the ICE detention center, not Indian as in like Native American, you know, India as in India. There are a good number of people who are not, who are not Latino or Hispanic that are in um, the DACA program for the same exact thing. But you don't hear about it because all you hear is Latin Hispanic, Latin Hispanic, Latin Hispanic. When you hear about police brutality, what's the first thing you think of? Black people. Yep. If I hear ICE, I hate to be ignorant. What's the first thing, Yasmin? When you talk about ICE, does a black person come to mind immediately? No. Exactly. But why is it the first thing you think of? To me, that's just racism right there. As effed up as it is, when you think of Corona, who's the first person you think of? Asians. Fucked up, Yasmin. It is. It's fucked up. Come fucked up. 
which is crazy. And, and you know, talking about Asians, let's actually transition into that because one of the things that pissed me off, and I will call my people out on this bullshit. And for some of y'all that don't know, Ebola's back and I'm mad as shit. Yep, Yasmin, Ebola's Wait, back. Yep, what? Ebola's back. There are two cases. I'm trying to remember what country it is. I apologize if I'm wrong, but I think it was Cameroon. Once again, this is not concrete. If it was not Cameroon, I apologize, but I believe it was Cameroon. They got two cases. What? And I saw this on BBC Africa two days ago. Yes, Yasmin, Ebola's back in Africa, but so far, only two people got it. So in that country, they're trying to get it under control immediately before it spreads. So the first thing that came to my mind was my people, because I did see, it didn't happen a lot, but I did see a few of my people. It just says, uh, Ebola, well, it's here, it just says uh, Ebola strikes West Africa again. It doesn't tell you what country? I, I can I can figure it out, but uh, well, like yeah. I said, I think it was Cameroon. If it wasn't, I do apologize. But yeah, I remember you know last year when the whole COVID thing happened. I did see some black people kiki and be like, oh yo, they got the corona. They got the oh that's the corona disease. Walk away from Asia, and I'm just like, we literally had to deal with the same thing a year and a half, almost two years prior with Ebola. I said, can you imagine if people were telling us black people, oh there go Ebola. I said, if somebody right now said, oh, there go Ebola, y'all got Ebola, every single Black person and they mommy would be up on a screen like I'm doing right now, saying this is ignorant, this is racist, this is blah, blah, blah. So why are y'all sitting there making Corona jokes on Asians? Make it make sense to me. Hmm. And now that Ebola might be coming back, uh, they better kill that with fire before it, you know, because everybody was hating on Africa because Africa didn't, didn't get Corona. You want to know why? Because we're in the hot sun and we don't mess with that BS, okay? We don't mess with that BS. Leave us alone. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, girl. No, seriously. Why don't they have Corona? Us Africans are just so like, why about your country? Leave us alone. We don't have the disease because we use African soap. <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, getting back to it, you know, like uh, I have been receiving uh, a lot of uh, racist comments ever since then. You know, because I, I told you this before that uh, there was a guy that I followed. What was his name? Uh, Anthony Padilla or something like that. He used to be the guy from Mosh for people who don't know. And the thing is, um, he did a couple of interviews with a lot of Asian Americans, and then they were just like in shock that they were receiving racist, um, like racist comments during the, uh, I know the look that you're giving me. Please explain to the people who are listening, why are you giving me this look? Uh, some people ain't gonna like what I'm about to say, but it's just irony. And the reason why is because of the stereotype that goes on because I remember listening to another podcast where they were talking about the same exact thing and the person, which I agree, said, I find it interesting that the Asian community is surprised by the racism that's happening as if this is the first time they've ever heard of racism. And the other host was like, exactly, which is interesting because when it comes to the black community, they dish it out all the time to our community. But now that it's switched around, mm -hmm. it's taboo to them which is weird because it comes off as like a, you can dish it, but you can't take it. And I'm not sitting here coming for the, from the Asian community at all. 
Because if I was coming for the Asian community, we wouldn't even be talking about what's going on. Dead ass. So I just want to, you know, before we start, I just want to put that narrative to rest before anybody wants to say you got something against Asians, because I do not. This is one of the things that I just find ironic. Asian attacks in this country has allegedly gone up by 1900%. That is a problem in this country, and that is very wrong. Yeah. But nobody's talking about it. Ain't that crazy that nobody's really talking about it? I'm not surprised. That's why we got to help get this message out there. There, there, that video that you, was it you who sent yeah, it to I me or did I send it to you? I sent you a video of the one in New York where there's literally this crazy white guy literally pushes an elderly Asian woman to the ground. And what's so messed up about that video is that everybody- Nobody helped. Everybody was just watching. This woman had to be like, wait, that was not a show. You watch a 60-year-old woman get hit randomly by a young guy, and y'all just stood there and did nothing for this woman. That's your grandma. That's your mom. And then you got these bitch asses that want to be like, oh, I don't, I don't involve myself with stuff like that. Oh, I don't want to risk my life. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. So let me ask some of you motherfuckers that walk around with that kind of energy. So if somebody saw your relative get their ass beat or somebody attacks your relative, is that response going to be okay for you? Oh, yeah, I saw your mom get hit by some guy. To be honest, you know, I know Taekwondo. I could beat his ass. I know I could take him, but eh, I ain't going to get involved. You wouldn't want that for you, so why do you want it for somebody else? And that's where, you know, Yasmin, I've always been here, and I, and I say this, like, you know, we pick and choose, mm -hmm. and we are all hypocrites, and I'm calling myself out, Yasmin. I'm a hypocrite too, because I do know there are certain things that I pick and choose to entertain and not to entertain. And sad as it is, somebody will be upset with me over that. I'm trying my best to be a good ally. I really am. But this whole thing that's coming right now, it's just wild. You know, some people can, can blame others when it came to the whole Chinese virus thing, which in my personal opinion was racist but people say oh we're calling it the chinese flu the you know the chinese virus because it came from china yes it began in china it did but how would y'all be rocking let me tell you how racist this is i'm not going to tell anybody where i work for obvious reasons but a veteran a person who was a united states veteran randomly came up to me just to you know chit chat on my job and he was talking and you know he was wearing a veteran hat and stuff unprovoked yasmin he goes i'm sick of these masks i'm like yeah he was like yeah he was like these damn asians at it again i'm over here like yeah girl right i'm like is he serious right now is he talking to me because I was I know like, he ain't talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, is he talking to me? Like, you know, when he just said these Asians, da 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 da. And I was like, pardon me, sir. You know, this whole Chinese virus, it was started by China and the, these Asians, they bring it here. And I was like, sir, I said, um, your words may be a little bit harmful. I actually said that politely. I said, your words may yeah. be a little bit harmful. How is it hard? He wasn't yelling at me or anything. He was just talking. He was an old man. 
He was like, how is it harmful? When it comes to this country, they bring rats, they bring dogs. They yes, Yasmin, he was, yo, I was getting so heated. Yasmin, you know me. I know you. Yes, then, I do. I guess I do. And once again, thank God for my mask because I'm doing that smile that I do where I'm like, I want to, you know, yo, that look I do when I'm like, yo, I'm about to go in Facebook jail again. But I'm doing it in real life. Literally. So I'm just like, so this is what I politely tell him. I was like, sir. And he goes, yes. I said, I think it may be a little bit insensitive. I said, for example, can you imagine if people were saying, oh, it's the American virus. He looked at me like he didn't know what, the, what I was talking about. He literally was confused. He was like, wait, what? To be confused. And that's what I was How are you confused? I was like, can you imagine if, you know, let's say it had happened here and everybody was like, oh, you got it. It's the American virus. It's the American virus. And he was just like, huh? Anyways, it's not like, listen, I am not ignorant. I'm just saying it's China's fault that we have this disease. And I said, yes, the disease did start in China. That's all I said. I'm not engaging in that racist bullshit. He kept trying to convince this conversation was less than five minutes, to be honest. But he was trying to put this narrative, talking racist shit about Asians and all that. that I literally told this guy, I said, sir, I said, I do apologize. I said, but I'm not allowed to get political at my job. I said, I'm pretty sure you're not trying to, but uh, conversations like this, I'm not allowed to have them. Yeah. And he was just so like, oh, I understand. Well, take care of yourself. And then he walked on about his business. And I said, and you United States veteran. Mm. and that's the thing that be pissing me off too because you got military that are you know in the military it's all supposed to be about a bond a brotherhood a sisterhood there's some hypocrisies in there too sad as it is yeah look at that video you sent me yesterday of that woman that was oh yeah she was what did they do yeah for for those who who don't know there's uh, i gotta find that video uh well, yeah yeah she made a video in the morning and she talks about like the stuff that was happening within uh the i don't know what it was like whatever uh i think she was in the marine branch she was sexually assaulted yeah. by i do apologize if i'm getting the ranks off no disrespect to anybody in the military before we begin the story so we do apologize for the errors but um but just to make a, uh, a short story, it's just that she, mm -hmm. you know, there was an abuse that was happening towards her in her uh, facility. She goes yeah. and they were supposed to, um, what is it, retain? She reported it immediately, did mm -hmm. everything she was supposed to do. And then at the end of the day, it was kind of like, no, we're just not going to do anything. And then How she, is that possible? Yeah. And he gets to walk away free, honorably discharged. That don't make no damn sense to me. Literally, they let him walk away honored. They're going to let him walk away honorably discharged. Reason why, all his career, he's been so great, but we just feel terrible if his reputation is tarnished because of this sad thing. Are you serious right now? Would you be feeling that same effing energy if that was your sister, or that was your mother, or that was your girlfriend, or that was your wife? Run that same energy, and especially with what happened to Vanessa Gillion last year. What the F, man? Yep. This is exactly what they're talking about. You know, it's yeah. the, and this is what I mean, it's the hypocrisy of it. How do we put these things up at the front, but we're not doing anything about it? We're just sweeping it under the rug. Is anything going to change within the military 
We made, they made Vanessa Gillion the poster child of that, of sexual assault in the military. All of this could have been prevented if the commanders and everybody around her had done the shit they were supposed to do. This woman literally gave her life to the United States of America, and this is how y'all repay her? Let me see. Yeah, I'm getting heated again. So, yeah. and the fact that her family had to get on social media to oh, get this just done. To, uh, yeah. I agree with her. If my daughter came out, she said, I will burn this thing to the ground. I said, yes. My mom would have said the same thing, too. Huh. Freaking ridiculous, man. And then another thing that I did not appreciate were some of the people who were using Vanessa Gillion's death to start some shit with, uh, with Black Lives Matter. That shit pissed me off. It really did. Oh, nobody cares. Oh, I'm supposed to say Black Lives Matter. Look what happened to Vanessa Gillian. Don't nobody care. She's on the news. We're talking about it. What the fuck are you talking about? It's these, there are these people that love to put this negative ass narrative. Like I'm telling you, it's the same people that if I walk down the street and I, I so happen to punch an Asian person, they walk away and say, I got attacked by Black Lives Matter. That's basically the same thing to me. How dare y'all do that? Mm. And just as I check y'all once again, I check my own people too. Yes, but I remember, remember that time I told you that I almost went in Facebook jail and I got called a coon by another black person because I was defending the Latin community. Yeah, I was called I remember a coon. that, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, you told me about that. Mm -hmm. And the guy was saying all this ignorant stuff like, oh, you want them to be your friends, they will never accept you. Look at this video of these Latin kids beating up this black old man, and I laughed. And he said, you think this is funny? I said, no, I do not think it's funny. I said, I think it's funny that you're trying to gaslight. I said, that's what you're doing. I said, as if I can't get on the internet right now and find a video of three black kids beating down a Latino man. Let's talk about it. What you, what you want to do? You want to post a video? Actually, actually, around that time, that's what sparked the whole uh, situation with the, what is it? People started going off during the Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. People started gaslighting that situation. And then Latinos came over and they were like, well, let me tell you about this video that was caught over there in Los Angeles about that uh, Latino street vendor. All he wanted to do was uh, sell a little. Oh, I saw that. Got, yeah, and then you see these guys, he got robbed. Mm -hmm. He got beaten up and robbed. And I was like, this is not a tick for tack, guys. We need to stay together. This is not supposed to be a tick for tack. It, exactly. Not a tick for tack. Stop this. If you're a black Latino, I'm not a, I'm not Latino, but if you're a black Latino, how do you feel about this BS here? Like oh, the Afro Latinos? Yeah. I wonder. Crazy. I, I, I you know, I truly do wonder how to like to deal with that because yes, when like I said, I have to check the people in my community too on some ignorant ass shit. I know it may be seeming like I'm just checking other races. No, you check your friends too. I'm about it. I'm not oh, yeah. one-sided with it. Mm. If I'm going to talk about one, I'm going to talk about the other two. That's how it has to be. At least for me, that's how it has to be. No, this whole shit different. needs to stop. We're brothers, we're sisters. And right now, all of us need help. We need to be helping each other right now. We, we need to be sticking units. with each other right now. We need to be marching with each other right now because if you go back to history and look at the pictures, you see Martin Luther King with his arms across with white people, black people, and in the back, you see everybody else. 
We all need each other. A lot of shit wouldn't have happened if we didn't depend on each other. And let me blow your mind, Yasmin. Do you know um, Brown versus Board of Education that was done by Third Good Marshall? That is the reason why you and I can go to school together, Yasmin. That Supreme Court decision is why you and I can go to school and sit down together. Do you know that one of the, one of the first few people to sue because of segregation was a Latin woman? Yeah. I think, I believe oh, I she was from that. Mexico. Yeah, she had children and she was trying to put them into the nearest school. And this was a predominantly white school. I think she had four children or it's like two nieces and two like children. Guess what they said, Yasmin? Um, we can only accept these two. Why? Because the other two are too dark for us to accept them in our class. Colorism. Ain't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And you want to know when I found that out? During Latin, Latin History Month, Latin Hispanic History Month. Ah, you want to know why? Because I actually take the time to do research. It was everywhere. Might as well read books and educate myself. And I said, wow. I said, thank you. She sued. You and she like won. You know, and Third Good Marshall thing. used that as one of the Third Good Marshall used that case as an example for Brown versus Board of Education. So to the Latin community, thank you. You were part of that. Y'all were the pioneers of that. And you know, that's one thing I uh, I do want to do better in 2021 is that you know when i told you what i came out of 2020 is the discovery of the buffoonery of everything and i want to make sure from from now to continuing my life that i continue to educate myself because sometimes you know i had a conversation with um uh my ex the other day and i was just like sometimes i feel so ignorant because hearing things and i'm like really 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 and then you know what it, it everyone's right yeah google is your friend because the education system wasn't but google is your friend it's not the education and I system didn't teach us nothing there were latinos in the civil war did you know that yasmin because i didn't know I that did. in high school i did yeah i didn't know that there were afro latinos up in the that were tisigi airmen that were up in world war ii they were latino yep. but because they were they black latinos they put them in with the black people yeah. I mean, we they all don't want to talk about people. that. No, they don't want to talk about that. They, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. But if all of y'all are hesitant listening to this, Google is your friend. Yeah. And then tweet me and tell me whether I lied because I didn't. Google it. So, so coming out of this, you know, I, I definitely want to educate myself. And this is why we're using our platform to, as well. Yeah. Spread awareness. That's, that's what it is. One of the things I want to tell people this week, I don't know how long it's going to be up. I would hope it's up for a long time. If you have a TikTok or you're thinking of getting a TikTok, which um, a few days ago, they um, are highlighting Pacific Islanders and Asians. And they got a lot of Asian activists on TikTok that they're promoting at the moment. So you can learn about what's going on in their communities and yeah. you can learn about all the, the, horrible things that's been happening to them lately since the pandemic and since all this bs please go there and educate yourself whoever you are however you feel go educate yourself and find out what's happening before you reach an opinion and like i was telling yasmin off camera for every smart person there are three damn idiots 
So for every positive video I will see of an activist, this is just in general, talking some real positive shit, I'm going to see three idiots talk about the same thing in a disrespectful, stereotypical way that makes you go, this is why I don't want shit to do with this movement. And y'all be the ones that ruin it for the activists that really want change, and that's what be pissing me off. You remember that video that I keep saying? That shook me when this Asian man who is Korean was talking about the injustices that um, East Asians do to Southeast Asians. Oh, yeah. He's East yeah. Asian. And he was talking about what his people do to Southeast Asians. And another East Asian, thinking that he was Southeast Asian, said something very racist to him. Yeah. And he cried back on it. And he said, this is the point I'm trying to make. He said, I'm not even Southeast Asian, but you assumed I was because I was defending him. And this is that thing I'm talking about, unity. Where is the unity? And then this Asian chick, who is the same as him, said, well, at the end of the day, the, um, people like you, you work in nail shops and you do sex trafficking. Yasmin, you remember? I was shocked. I remember that, yeah. I was, I was not like, shocked because I Yasmin, knew it's... about this a while ago. You know, the whole East Asian and South Asian thing. I did I not know it was this. like that. Yeah. You know, I was like, y'all are this ignorant yeah. and divided towards each other? Damn. Oh. Yeah. That, that still blows me. That's the first like, ignorant like, ass thing she said. The only reason why I knew about this is that as soon as you get into K-pop people, you know what's up. Mm. You know what's up with that community that uh, we're not i'm not gonna get into that because i'm gonna tear that ass like in another <laughs> i'm just yeah, saying, I'm a tear that ass. <laughs> <laughs> no because let me tell you k-pop has changed k-pop has changed for me i don't see k-pop the way i do i came out of 2020 looking at k-pop a different way if you know you know if you don't stay tuned because we're gonna get there because yeah, me as a k-pop fan yeah, it, as a K-pop fan, I am appalled and I am disgusted. So to end on this note, the whole entire focus of this episode was just to bring awareness to what's going on to people of color. Like we all should not be dealing with what we're dealing with. It's crap. So instead of us all arguing with each other, like you did this, well, you did that, well, you did this, let's come together it's cliche but let's come together and do some shit we are all allies of each other we are all brothers we are all sisters white people listening help us you're allies too a good number of y'all are right up in the forefront and y'all don't get enough credit you want to know why because all these fools that are racist are making y'all look bad so to the allies we love you every single one allies of all color we love you here at let's geek pod we love you here in general we're just full of love here <laughs> but now we're moving on to damn bruh that's wild where i find an incredibly crazy story from the one the world that actually happens all right and hit me this yeah, so this one is from a website and it's called dysphoria7.com and we will try to put a link to it and I'm about to um, start pulling it up. The title goes, and the story is called, Texas woman thought she was dating Bruno Mars is scammed out of $100,000. So yes. You know, that's really weird because it reminds me of the time when that girl did a whole storyline with her and B being together, B from BTS. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's that one black chick that was convinced that she was in a relationship with Bow Wow. <laughs> you know, some people are sad as it is, a little bit naive. And this person is a 63-year-old woman who was actually just on Instagram looking for, you know, some companionship. Yeah. She was looking for companionship. And she was contacted by a man who claimed to be Bruno Mars. And of course, it was a fake profile. Mm -hmm. So there were two men behind this whole, you know, this whole conspiracy. Mm -hmm. The first guy's name was Chiwendu Azonowu. He's 39 years old and he's from Texas and he's Nigerian. So this is a band of Nigerian brothers working together. His co-conspirator's name is Basil Amadu. But of course, there's no like arrest records or anything like that. This actually might be their first offense doing something crazy. Okay. Apparently it's not clear how the woman was convinced that it's she that it was Bruno Mars contacting her, but she was talking to Bruno Mars, and I say this in quotation marks, for a very hot minute. Like it got so bad, yes. Like it got so like outrageous, yes, man. Uh-huh. The fake Bruno Mars was so upset with what was going on and the fact that he couldn't see her. He was so lovesick that he was gonna quit the music industry. What? But the thing about it is he can't quit the music industry just like that. So for him to make money for the tour he's about to miss, yeah. he said he asked her to send her a um, $10,000 originally. Oh, That's the first deposit. Yes, because he couldn't spend another day without her. Yep. Because he's just like, babe, I want to come see you. So the fake Bruno Mars said, babe, I want to come see you because my heart, I'm so in love with you. But the thing about it, I can't just quit my tour without no money. Can you like run me $10,000? And she was like, okay, boo, where did I send it? And he was like, send it to this first bank account. And it was, you know, in the name Mars too. (laughs) That was the account name. It's called Mars. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he also called her a few days later and said, at, portraying himself as Bruno Mars, hey babe, now that you know I got the 10, the first 10K for the tour, can you run me another $10,000 for my expenses to come fly and see you? And this sad young lady, um, old, older lady, actually sent him another 10,000. So we had $20,000 at this point. Oh, no. Then a few days later, I don't know, the article doesn't say what crazy story he told her, but she ended up depositing $90,000 into that Mars bank account. Mm-hmm. And that bank account, yep, and the bank account was being overseen by the brother. Mm-hmm. So, of course, police got involved. It doesn't, the story doesn't really say how police got involved and found out it was a scam. Maybe she called or somebody was just like, I'm going to call a relative or something. But police got involved. They checked the records. You know, they did like police do. They go internet files and ended up finding it. When they both found the men, they both deny knowing each other. So we basically had a Jesse Smollett situation again. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So they both deny knowing each other. So both of them are in jail and the bond is set for $30,000. And if convicted, the two men will face two to 10 years in a state prison. So what can we learn from this story? If a celebrity creeps up in your DMs, if you do not see the official blue check mark, maybe you should run away. 
That's all I'm saying. Maybe. I think you should. <laughs> Just because if you see a picture of a celebrity and there's no blue check mark, you should be hesitant to be sending money. Matter of fact, I'd be hesitant if anybody in their life asked me to send them $10,000. Though, you know, am I, is it being sent to my college? I, I you know. Yeah. Yeah. Unless <laughs> First off, how did it not come into this weird thing? Like where it's like, oh, a celebrity has to ask you for that money. Are you kidding? Right. Like you didn't know? So I can only, I don't you know, judge good her or anything like that. You know, I don't want to judge her or anything like that. Exactly. Jeez, like, man, like for real? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. <laughs> It is, but at the end of the day, they're they're going to j they may go to jail for what they did, and I'm pretty sure they're going to go to jail because the yeah, God just took an old lady at a hundred thousand dollars. That's I think crazy. It to be a higher sentence, though. That that's like two years. You said two years? No, it said they could be doing two to ten years. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. So minimum two years, minimum max ten years. That's wild. But you mm -hmm. know, it's not surprising in some sense because if you've been around catfish, you see that they're all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, how did you guys fall for it? Like, I'd be wondering too. Yeah. The catfish, when the chick thought she was dating Bow Wow, you know that episode was outrageous when Bow Wow himself brought her on to, to um, 106 and Park, back when 106 and Park was on, to say, how, no, 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 he didn't bring the chick up. He brought the the chick that was pretending to be Bow Wow onto a show and asked her, cause she was um, a gay lesbian woman, not that it matters or anything, but he literally asked her, how did you convince this woman that you were me? Because I'm over here watching Catfish confused myself. <laughs> no dead ass so you know <laughs> lord how mercy oh my goodness thank you for that treat uh that was i i just don't know like it's one thing to get catfished of like a random person but come on the celebrities like i i feel like that should be like a universal thing mm -hmm. like it's one of those too good to be true don't fall for it and don't right like, it reminded me of that like lady i dare drake to hop in my dms <laughs> and ask me for twenty thousand dollars i said drake you and everybody in your camp can kiss my black ass i'm gonna tell you that now <laughs> but are you kidding me um, drake bye <laughs> well that was uh quite a delightful um story yeah, I mean, is there any celebrity you let creep in your DMs before we finish this up? I don't want to expose myself. Drake is open anytime. You know, Michael B. Jordan, you are open any single time. Jason Momoa, I respect Lisa Bonet too much to creep in there. But I'm just saying there are certain celebs or I'm just saying if you hopped in there and took and dipped the toe up in my DMs, I would be welcome of it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have a few I just don't want to give ideas out in case they're catfish so mm -hmm. <laughs> you just don't know oh man okay so that was it for our episode um I had 
I don't know. I had an interesting time, riled up time, wild time. <laughs> and I'm excited for season two because, you know, we're meeting new people. We're playing new music from new artists. I am proud of the new artists we got this, you know, season. We've had a lot that are so kind to, you know, independent artists that were so kind to let us use their music. So shout out to all of you guys for believing in our podcast and helping us, allowing us to put your art there. And to the people that are listening, please follow these people. We put their links up on um, the podcast if you like their music and how to download it. Please follow them on Twitter. Also, as you do that, please comment, rate, and subscribe to all our platforms. We literally have our link tree in our podcast. You just click it and all our social medias, you can like add yourself right there. You don't even have to look for them like in each corner. It's all set up for you there. Of course, you're watching this on YouTube. Go ahead and leave a comment and uh, let us know if you disagree with us. and Tell us, tweet us, do all of that. And we will tweet back immediately so we can have the conversation. And our artist starting off with season two, his name is RST, and this is his song Love, which I think is a lovely song to play given what we're talking about. So give him a listen, download, rate, all of it. Thank you so much for allowing us to use your music. And hopefully we'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey. Look, I love it when you don't be bringing up my past Mentioning my dad, we can have a conversation with no tensions in your act White hips and lips made for kissing like you mad With the type of junk got you thinking dipping in the trash Known for living fast Take a break, back up, then I'm back up Like it's stitches in my back The only thing I ask, love, cowboy, bebop And keep it down to earth like down boy, knee drop Not trying to sound choosy, but goals over thoughts See, squall over cloud and hove over pock I'm a fan of Super Smash, so I roll on the block for your girl what it stinks she can't hold in a box foes lying talk telling me their fans I stands like a joe star about to make you put you on stand a gentleman but don't get it backwards lord never gotta try forceful lincoln then i'm cutting with the master sword love and this is everything i love and that's on everything i love that this is everything i love this is everything I love. I would love to have a weekend getaway. We playing in the bay. Drink, chill, stay. No drama. Love it when it's nice out with the bay. And what's your favorite anime? I ask because I probably read the manga. I love it when we grill and my uncles let me chef. The family got together and it wasn't for a death. I love it when my auntie's in the ways. Like, I don't care what you say. Don't tell me no. You're learning how to step. Uh, I love my friends living full. I love my ex doing good. Even if it's better than me so you can see that I pull over Kenny Ryu. It's either Honda or Gala, men and bison is wild, Blanca always on board. Some people think you can judge a man by the way that he drinks. Prefer cider to beers, and I don't care what you think. I use my idols for strength, I use my rivals as minks. I tap souls like they're coming from a sink. This is everything I love. And this is everything I love. And that's on everything I love. That this is everything I love. That this is everything I love. That this is everything I love. And this is everything I love. And that's on everything I love. That this is everything I love. That this is everything I love. That this is everything I love. Oh 
man, Peter Parker is the GOAT, but Miles is for the culture. Canada Dry is everything, but I only drink Coco my sushi. Ocarina of Time, A Link to the Past, Don't Sleep on It, or the Yakuza series. G-Shock watches, Pokemon Blue version, Jason's the only Red Ranger. <laughs> that matters.